0: <laughs> Land Grant Brewing Company, <laughs> Columbus, Ohio. Right
1: in front, too. Just make sure to get a bunch of still, uh, like all over the mic. Yeah, I'm good at that. Oh, that's good. Did you like that? Were you recording that one?
0: Yeah. Land Grant Brewing presents Land Grant University beers with
2: the Brewers.
3: welcome to another episode of land grant university presents beers of the brewers podcast my name is eric and i'm here with creative director and co-founder mr walt keys yeah eight years old eight years old man uh not we are you all- walt not yet oh no
0: yeah i don't remember life before
3: land grant <laughs> <laughs> we're also joined if you've heard him already that's uh, adam benner there on mic three uh, president and founder cheers and, of course, uh, Dan Schaefer rounding out the the lineup today. Ahoy. Head brewer. And, guys, it's the uh, we're celebrating the 8th anniversary. We made it to 8. Made it to 8. We have a uh, six-pack. Isn't um, it great? <laughs> is it, it is like great a surly preteen. <laughs> to celebrate our 8th anniversary, we have a special throwback six-pack uh, that we're putting together for you guys. We have six different uh, favorite classic beers that Langren has brewed over the course of our our eight-year anniversary here, and uh, we got wh- what do we got here, Dan? Wh- what's the first one we got?
2: Yeah, we're gonna drink all six
3: here on the show. Yeah, and in podcast land, it's uh, it's it's eleven a.m. So, so yeah, just to, to, to just to prepare you, listeners. It's a game day
0: weekend, so we got. Yeah, 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 I'm sure all the eight. college kids out there yeah. are, are, are are having a vibing right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some 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 old favorites coming back. Yeah. So uh, first up is our old friend
1: 1862. Uh, I believe in. I've uh, dubbed this 1862.2. Um, Base wise, I think it's pretty much the same. Over time, this beer um, it was originally kind of pale ale ish, um, and it's become more Kolsch ish uh, over time. Uh, but this is largely uh, the same guy um, 4.9% ABV, 33 IBUs, a um, little bit of wheat. Uh, mostly uh pills malt um, we did uh bring in omega's Colch 2 strain for this and um hops uh i did something a little weird uh the original was uh cascade perla or oh, perla or perle depending on uh, how you say it and oh. uh, tet um i did uh cascade american noble Ooh. which is the uh the kind of the leftover bits from when they make cryo um the the thought being um that what makes noble hops noble is actual the actually the, the vegetal matter um and that when these American noble hops which we've just kind of used a little bit um not the queen no um no uh rest in peace um th- that you get that kind of floral spicy character um that you would from a Noble hop, but also retain a little bit of the character of the base hop. So I thought that'd be cool to use here.
0: Now, it, I wouldn't be surprised if we didn't still have some Perla and Tetanang um, from 2014. Probably. <laughs>
1: yeah, we had a lot of that. We had a lot. I think we finally worked our way through it. But um, on, the, on the Perla, um, we used uh, Michigan Triple Pearl, which is uh, obviously their... Uh, ver- the the Michigan-grown variety of that hop, which is uh, has a lot of those um, similar characteristics, noble characteristics, but also uh, a little bit of melon and some citrus. So it's kind of been reversed um, in that the, the Cascade is kind of doing the a lot of the noble work here, and the, the Triple Pearl is um, adding some more uh, American-esque uh, hoppy notes, but if I had said that this was completely the same, I'm sure everyone would have just been like, yep, yeah, that's it. <laughs> I, I do have to say,
0: of all the iterations we've done, um, this beer has gone through... It went through a really... Let's call it a dark period for a while, where <laughs> uh, not the beer dark, it just lost the original flavor that I think everyone loved, mm-hmm. and um whatever reason, um, it, it went through a phase where it was very tough to stabilize it and we had a lot of problems with this beer for a while and we always talk about we killed it because we had to manage we were using true german kolsch strain it was the only beer that used that and that, that strain does not really work with any other beer this is this is the best version of it and i think if you do if you're a lover of the original like that was super crisp this this is exactly what we were looking for in this yeah.
2: beer Dan, you just went through all the changes that you've made to it, but like you said, like this this has taken me back to day one of Land Grant in a really good way. Um, yeah, I kind of wish we this had
0: the is like, to drink this out of.
2: Yeah, this is definitely like this is how I, uh, yeah, this is how I think of this beer, and it it tastes so crisp and refreshing and light, but uh, but also like nice hop flavor in there. That I, I I don't know, it tastes great. You guys knocked it out of the park on this one. Yeah, if we didn't have to use the uh, Omega if we actually could have used one of our strains,
0: like I I'd be going I I'd be telling Tony right now, like, get this get this beer in the schedule. This is yeah. so good. Yeah. There is something about um and we tried to sort of like you guys
1: said, keep the original character uh using uh, I think we used lager, I think we tried to do like a pseudo lager with Kvike and it just wasn't the same. But there's something about when you stick your nose into a glass of Kolsch that has been brewed with coal it just screams Kolsch at yeah. you. It's that, um, you just get that very light berry flavor. Uh, mm-hmm. But yet yeah, clean and crisp. Uh, that is uniquely Kolsch.
0: Yeah, this beer was also, unfortunately, probably too ahead of its time being a, a dry hop Kolsch. Now you see all these different dry hop lagers that are that are a lot more popular. And, uh, you know, the, that hoppiness, you know, for first time listeners that dry hop isn't going to add any bitterness per se it's just going to give you more aromatics and flavor and you really you really get this on this one um i think that was the other thing like putting putting your your nose into this like that's probably because you they always say like smells trigger memories a lot and i think it lost that grassy crisp um kind of floral floral aroma throughout the years and it's Back in a great way in this iteration, so kudos to the eighteen sixty two point yeah. two. This is great, Dan. Great job.
3: Extremely crushable. Uh, yeah, I put my nose in it too. Yeah, I get all those all those notes. In. Yes, it's like, it's like I would say if we we're doing the
2: crushability but... index for all these beers, this is a six, no doubt about yeah, it. Yeah, You're gonna
3: have
0: to buy six six packs of this. i uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. six pack just so you can crush all yeah. six. Because I like I. I had to slow myself down. Or come
2: down to the party and get it yeah, on draft. But yeah. I had to slow myself sit, down
0: yeah. so I could talk about yeah. it. Because once I started sip after sip, as Walt says, yeah. mm, so good. Mine's right.
3: gone. Yeah. That's a six crusher, no doubt. All oh, right. also say, I know
1: we have six beers to get through, so I'll just say this quickly. Um, I did a crappy job of pouring this off the tank, but uh, this is, um, I was shooting for sparkling carbonation on this. So it's around 2.8 volumes. Um, which we can do now because our canning line can actually handle those higher levels of CO two. So when it is in the can, it should be uh, nice and
0: nice and bubbly. Now, um, real quick before we jump in, for if you're newer and haven't uh, been listening or not not sure on all of the land grant lure, um, this is you know this is one of the 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 original beers. This was one of the original four. If you had. Um, come down uh, on our first day eight years ago, this would have been batch four on the board. Uh, it was the fourth beer we brewed and that is uh, eight, turned into 1862 ale which which was an homage to the old Land Grant Act that we're named after.
2: Yeah, and for the longest time, yeah, the first four spots on the board were uh, held by the first four beers we brewed in the order that we brewed them. So Son of a Mutter being number one uh, uh, so Stiff Arm so, so being the, number two. That's the, that's Gr- the actual behind, behind the curtain. 1862-4.
0: Greenskeeper was the second beer, but it ended up number no, three. No, Stiff Arm
2: was two, I thought.
0: No, but Stiff Arm was two, but oh. we brewed Greenskeeper before that. Oh, well, yeah. there you a go. A mix-up in the beginning, so, yeah. but worked out. Yeah, and uh, if you see the can, we uh, we now used to be a gold can. Now it's white can and features... Uh, the the gentleman who's behind the bar uh, that's covered up by some flags and TVs now, but that is Justin Morrill. He is the author of the 1862 Land-Grant Act and the subsequent 1890, Land-Grant Act of 1890. And uh, Morrill Tower at Ohio State is named after him. President Lincoln signed the Land-Grant Act. So if you are down at the Buckeye game, you see those two big towers coming up over South Stands. That's uh, Lincoln and Morrill Towers. Not to the land-grant history of Ohio State University.
3: If you guys want an even more uh, detailed explanation about the background of land you should come down for the anniversary party because we're hosting brewery tours all day long. Yeah. And Adam is oh, yeah. definitely going to give you a bunch more great yeah, information. Yeah, Adam's doing the
2: 1 o'clock tour. I'm doing the 2 o'clock, our boy Q at 3. And if you want the the detailed brewing ops tour, uh, Chris Helderman, our director of brewing operations, will be doing the noon tour so yeah, I'm go.
0: actually, I finally, I'm pretty happy with my tour time. I usually end up <laughs> getting say. a time when, like, one of our friend's bands is playing, and I always miss it. So. Yeah. I ah, moved them up
2: yeah. um, this year because of the three 3.30 three 30 kickoff game. for the Buckeyes. Um, yeah, so if you're going but to the if game. if you take Adam's tour, I'd budget it a couple hours for that yeah,
0: one. Yeah, no, I'll get it done in an hour. I haven't given a tour
2: in a while. I'll forget half of it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you guys want to switch gears here and move yeah. on to? Uh, let's keep it rolling. Let's do batch 300 next. Oh no, oh boy! to yeah. jump right in. This is the one I'm most excited uh, for, so I'm, I'm going to make the uh, decision. Gonna, you're going to switch. You're All the host. Right. You're the host today. Yeah.
1: yeah. So this is the anti colch. Um, <laughs> um, we only have two
0: of these to try right now. They're going to be super fresh. Yeah, so full we, disclosure. It's not that we had. Uh, um, we one of a couple other of them are in cans right now, but they're very difficult to grab. So mm-hmm. right now on the show, we're only going to taste through two. And then we'll talk about the whole six pack. Yeah,
1: everything uh, is uh, uh, in the tank uh, currently, but uh, has not been packaged yet. So, um, batch three hundred. Um, this was, I think, I think Chris Helderman and I came up with this, and then like brewed it two days later. Um, I forget why we needed to come up with something. It's just like, oh, it's batch 300, and we just kind of threw something together. Um, but yeah, the uh, 8% uh, 60 IBUs, it's a 221 uh, Citra Montueca, uh mosaic with uh, CTZ uh, first wort hopping. Um, I think that's really the only change that we've made, is this used to have like a big magnum charge, kind of like late in the boil that we, uh, got rid of, um, was young and dumb, I don't know. Um, and then, uh, swain pills and some dextrose to, to dry it out. And we fermented this with our, um, with, uh, Lutra strain, uh, from Omega, which is, uh, one of their bike strains, uh, very clean.
0: Definitely not
2: <laughs> a plus,
0: not as, cl- not as clean of a yeast as the old, uh, super San Diego that, uh, would have just no. left nothing left in this beer, which we uh, for the better that way we, we have, were using a different. Which was strain. our house
1: strain that we had to get rid of because they were not uh, um, White Labs is not um, producing it on the East Coast, so we could not uh, readily uh, get a quick pitch when we needed to. Oh, so. well, and also
0: that one that that strain really was to accentuate. I mean, if more bitterness to the traditional. West Coast IPA of the time. Yes, uh, the San Diego style being yeah. pretty uh, rippingly bitter. Yeah, the uh, Green Flash, you know, OG, uh, balance record, Point. Yeah. All that stuff. And uh, so, really dry, everything was just dry and really bitter and didn't have any sort of backing to it. It, it was just like
1: pithy grapefruit pine and yeah. smack you in the face. Yeah. Which is nice occasionally, of, yeah, but the old tons, yeah, tongue scraper. It, it's not exactly a uh,
0: a six crusher. In yeah, that definitely. Case. Uh, you changing the yeast makes this beer a lot better too. Yeah, this tastes outstanding.
1: But I, like I think the um, I think the description's pretty accurate. Citrus, peach, resinous pine. Yes, uh-huh. all yeah, of those things.
3: I mean, it's quite the 180 from uh, the 1862. I mean, mm-hmm. this thing is kicking me in the face, but in a, like a very good way. It's, it, I haven't had a double IPA that tastes like this in a long time.
0: I'm getting like a mix of whether you would call that a, like a mango and like a pineapple.
3: I was going to say the same thing. Pineapple isn't in the notes, but I definitely taste a lot of pineapple I in I guess mine. pineapple would be, uh, nope, didn't say tropical.
0: Just says well, I guess it says mango in here. Yeah.
3: This definitely um, has some.
1: Sorry, carry on.
2: I just said I see what you mean. You know, that's all I got.
1: I'm just determined to step on whatever line <laughs> you got to throw out. <laughs> um, it, I think the first iterations of this beer were uh, quite savory. Um,
0: yeah, you got a lot more of that, like sweet onion.
1: I remember. Uh, yes, I remember oh, one yeah. of the reviewers. We got a very good review, but it is that the descriptor was Vidalia onion. Yeah. Right? Oh. <laughs> um, so we, you know, some of our processes, uh, where we use hops, how we use hops, it's kind of mitigated that but there yeah between the pills malt he's kind of that um bready crackery flavor and uh it's i'm mostly attributing it to the citra ours of which is um the non-cryo version is very dank uh you're getting quite this is a dank boy but um i think more hits you more on the fruity
0: end uh than previous iterations yeah i have to say Two for two on this throwback Thursday episode of. If you enjoyed these beers in the past, this really is showcasing, to Dan's point, some of the different techniques. But just how how, how the beers. I mean, not that they were bad in any sense of the word, but this just showcased just the difference, the le- the, mm-hmm. the the growth of um, what we've seen uh, from from the team back there. So kudos. Kudos to our brewers; they're doing an awesome job, and this is some. Uh, I can't wait to try the other four. Well, it's
3: it's yeah. eight years of honing in these recipes and really like perfecting the craft. Like this is, uh, yeah,
2: top yeah. tier stuff. And in, in the spirit of uh, you know nostalgia here, um, just for bringing these beers back, I have a, a story about Badge Three Hundred that uh, that I like to tell. So this beer, I remember coming out, and then. Did, was this? I don't think I don't think this actually came out for an anniversary party, but it was a, obviously a milestone um, brew for us. It being the 300th beer, but um, I remember it came out, and then like a week later, I was in Grand Rapids, Michigan. I drove up with my brother-in-law for a concert up there. Shout out to uh, Kevin Morby, and we went.
0: You think he listens?
2: Yeah, oh, okay. yeah. Cool. On, Well, when he's on tour I'm sure he listens in. Um, yeah, city music, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, we went up there and uh, we'd gone to some breweries we went to Founders and, and a couple other places and wa- watched football and we're getting ready for the concert. We went to a Hopcat, which is the uh, like regional chain of like craft beer bars up there in Michigan. And we went to the Grand Rapids Hopcat and um, talking to the bartender, he, you know, he was giving us some good beers and went around the corner to use the restroom, and they had this whole wall in the, um, in the like, hallway that led back towards the bathroom. And in it, there was a sort of, like, you know, display case. And they had probably, you know, 10 to 12 beer cans or bottles on display there. And sure enough, there was a Batch 300 land-grant can there. And it was less than a week after this beer came out, and I was, like, sort of, like, blew my mind that, they had gotten this, enjoyed it enough to put it up on their wall in that amount of time, and it was like. So I went back to the bar, I'm like, "Hey, where'd you get that Batch 300 can?" And they go, "Oh, this this lady came in. She brought it. She was from Scotland, and she had she'd come into Columbus and um, had gone to BrewDog. I think it was I think it was kind of around the time BrewDog's big uh, facility was opening. But so she, she went to BrewDog and then went to some some Columbus breweries and then made her way sort of up to Michigan on a sort of brewery tour. And had brought them some Batch 300 and said it was her favorite beer she had on the trip and gave it to them and then they liked it and put the can up on display. That's, awesome. That's incredible! And it was a pretty like weird surreal moment for me to uh, to walk into a place like that, not terribly far from home, but not certainly not yeah. around the corner and uh, see a Lane Grant beer at all, let alone one that had just come out and that um, I think we were all definitely pretty proud of. And this at is the probably time, only like the third year. Yeah, yeah. I think so. so. Yeah. Yeah. Probably 2016. Yeah, I remember uh remember
0: Uncle Andrew uh wearing his hoagie shirt from that tour all the time. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> So go. yeah, that
2: that's a that's a a fun story about Batch 300. Um that I can remember. So looking at looking at uh, <laughs>
0: looking at our there's schedule. A, there's
2: right. other batch 300 stories that are, are foggier because it is not a very crushable beer. <laughs> yeah, we always say uh, it's a straight to the doghouse beer. This is uh, I think <laughs> they, some
0: of the OG uh, uh, like the repeat episodes when uh, Mark and I, I think we both um, drank a few too many batch 300s. Yeah, uh, we weren't crushing responsibly, and we it, got it, doghouse. It's uh, it's the
2: dangerous combination of drinkable but. Drinkable, but strong.
0: Uh, and, and if you're wondering a little bit of trivia, Dan, you could maybe uh, verify this, but it looks like today, are we brewing a skull session? Is that accurate? Uh, no, we are no. not. okay. I'm try- I was trying to figure out which batch we are brewing. I was looking, there's a planning on it. We've got one a, number. uh, uh, uh
1: tinsel, tinsel coming down the line. I think we are on twelve
0: o. 1204 204. Tinsel 204. Would be 1204 Oh we didn't know that 1203 So we, we just did batch 1200 yeah last week so <laughs> 900 batches later we will do a batch 500
2: 500 yeah. Release. We'll 1500 yeah
0: 1500 we'll have to at, make a note make yeah. a note of that So uh I'd say 2 crusher Oh,
3: two crusher.
2: Okay. Any yeah. more than that is trouble. Yeah.
3: Doghouse. Doghouse.
2: Straight uh, you of need to change gears after two of
3: these.
0: Eight percent. I mean, yeah. I mean, if I'm only drink, if I had, if I had six, a case and a half of, the mix six pack anniversary six pack. Maybe maybe I got two cases. I I drank six six eighteen sixty twos one day. Responsibly, <laughs> <laughs> I could maybe have two of these <laughs> on a separate day not on the same day not on the same day not on no. the same day
1: yeah. this uh this reminds me of uh, they said um back when Lagunitas used to have a a release party for uh, little brown sugar and um people would just reasonable human beings just getting into fist fights and then getting ugly it's like yeah this um <laughs> this uh not quite that
3: aggressive but yeah uh, i think two 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 is good yeah, two's the right number on this one for sure. It's it's extremely drinkable and tastes great, but uh, yeah, any, I'm already I'm, we only pour ourselves a little half glasses here, and I'm already feeling it. So, yeah, different than Dark Lord Day
0: that it's so thick like motor oil. You, there's no way you can
3: crush that much <laughs> of it. No, dangerous, very dangerous juice here. Walt, well, do you uh, do you agree? Is this a unanimous two?
2: Yeah, I think two's probably the
3: right number. Couple bell ringers. Hey. So, as uh, Adam mentioned, we, we only had two beers that are ready in time as the day that we record. We will have all six of these beers ready for you on our anniversary party, uh, which is one week from recording day.
2: Well, I will say Urban Sombrero is packaged, but we accidentally put it under a bunch of heavy Do you stuff. want me to see if I can get one? No. Okay. I'm just saying, I tried it. It was, right. it was delicious. All
3: right. There you go. Well, it's crushable. We'll Dan, talk about that next. Uh, well, what, what, what rounds out the six back here? What, what, what else are we bringing back? Yeah. So, we've got uh,
1: Sombrero... Um, you have to provide your own, uh, own lime, own salt, uh, just a great Mexican style Vienna lager ish thing. Um, uh, sour, hoppy, fun time, which, uh, again, was the, um, the nexus of that was, uh, someone who shall remain nameless, Chris, <clears throat> um, accidentally mixing, uh, the, two hop charges in Greenskeeper that did not belong together and we could you know it's very hard to separate hop pellets visually um, based on uh, their brand Um, so we had this bucket of hops sitting around and like what are we going to do with this and we had uh, I think we had just brewed Balloony. And we're like let's pull off full four, bar- four barrels of balloony and throw it in there, and we did. It was freaking delicious. Mm-hmm. So, That's incredible. Um, I didn't
3: know that was the story behind that beer. That's fun. A happy fun yeah, time.
1: it's it's so Eldorado, Dorado Amarillo um, with balloony base, uh, low ABV, super delicious. Uh, it's a good descriptor, and I keep going back to it. It's like a mouthful of Skittles. It's fantastic.
0: Going mm-hmm. back to uh, Urban Sombrero. Um, if you were at an uh, anniversary party, I don't know, maybe it was 2019, could have been 2018, four or five, we did have a, uh, a uh, was it habanero or jalapeno, um, urban sombrero? It was jalapeno, I think. Jalapeno. Jalapeno.
1: And, it slapped like jalapeno. And, <laughs> and uh,
0: the story was uh, we left it on the uh, the peppers too long, so you had a lot of people seeing urban spray oh i love urban spray oh jalapeno maybe that's a little thing and that beer was hot that, it that was had hot some heat to it it yeah. had some heat I had a lot a of, lot of people come up to me and go i love urban spray but man right. whew, that was spicy i'll if, say to, uh, you
1: uh, could finish a pint of that kudos <laughs> to you i love hot yeah. stuff and, and man i could not get it down i
0: could see where it was going like if it had the hint like maybe if it was on for, But it also didn't, it, I think the seeds were still in it maybe too. So it was like a combination between yeah. seeds and being on, on the peppers too long. But still probably, I, I, I am disappointed that we did not bring the um, Pimento Saison back for the uh, mixed six pack. Because, you know, we never yeah,
2: did weird. package that one. we've gotten so one. many calls about that beer <laughs> uh, <laughs> since it was first made. Um,
3: yeah. Out, out in the market, Urban Sombrero is the number one beer. I get asked about when's that coming back? When's that coming back? So I think we're going to have a lot of happy uh, repeat customers happy uh, to see to see that one return. So
0: and so that was our second official Seinfeld beer. I think so. I think that would have been second official behind Son of a Mutter. not not official Seinfeld beer, but an homage in case anyone from Sony's listening. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, definitely
2: not official. Not
0: official, and just an homage. Um, uh, that uh, you know.
3: How many are we up to now? Three? No, four. Four. Tal Boca. No, five. Dan Costanza. Dan Costanza. Hutter.
0: Costanza. What's the fifth? Let's see if anyone gets it. Um, anyone need a hint? Style of beer. No. Won't give you the style. Okay. Are you... Th- talking about round team round team was oh, a, a, right. a pandemic beer <laughs> I, uh, so that's so unfortunate that, that round team that, of that, course that, <laughs> How that, i forget that that beer came out like, that was a great it beer. was brewed in like january it was coming out like, i think it may it came out in february like or, <laughs> or maybe the beginning of march yeah. it like w- we were like having that beer come out and i think it was all kegged too yeah yeah. So we didn't put any in cans, and then the pandemic hit, so it didn't go anywhere. Yeah. We had anywhere. this highfalutin idea to release like
1: experimental series all in kegs like around Columbus, and then I was like, oh, yeah. shit. It, it worked <laughs> out
0: afterwards for the cans when we were doing home, home delivery, but yeah, that, uh, that beer might have to make a comeback, maybe at least in a pilot batch. Cause I liked Round 2. That was but, a great beer. I mean, it, the name was just
3: Gold. That's Gold,
2: I somehow blocked Brown Teen out of my mind. There you go. (laughs) All right, we got two more beers, Dan. Um,
1: Yeah, Uh, Concentrate. So um, the uh, Magic combination uh, and uh, the, I don't know, if 3 to 1 is the golden ratio, I'm not sure what 4 to 3 to 2 is, but it's a very good ratio of uh, Mosaic, Amarillo, and Centennial. um, Largely... I think the first iteration of this that we sent to the, uh, the Rheingeist uh, Rare Beer Fest was all all flaked oats. I think we, we sort of ran this through our like our, our current favorite combo for hazies is uh, equal parts malted oats, uh, flaked oats, and uh, white wheat. But um, that and uh, the, the dry hop is uh, cryo for this year. And we uh, used uh, Omega Galactic Punch-Up. Okay, it's nothing like the original Concentrate, but uh, very delicious. Um, I'm excited for this one. It's uh, It's one of those ones I try. When you try an IPA before it's been dry hopped, and you're like, Jesus, I want a glass of that, that's a very good sign. Um, and Ooh. that's that's how this one was. And when is this one going to be packaged? Um, I don't know. You tell packaging that, I'm not going to say get off their ass, because they'll they'll, they'll, <laughs> yeah. they'll take a hammer to the
0: system <laughs> <laughs> intentionally Monday, Monday just so yeah. uh, yeah, to spite me. but yeah, no. I'm gonna have to sneak some. Is this is this ready in the bright that I can take a sample of?
1: It, it has been crashed in a uh, pilot too. If you want to do some uh, gonna, some tank slurping, um, get
0: a a very uh, a thick mouthfeel on it at this point. I, I would say so. Yeah. Yes, uh, but no, that turned out really really well. Um, and concentrate, you know, as you said, it was it was. You know, the idea, concentrated hops, the really cool um, label, the uh, pop art inspired Andy Warhol style, but turned into a series. It was our first series beer, right?
2: This and Quadra Hop, it kind of came about as series kind of at the same time. I don't remember which was first.
0: And I was trying to remember whether Concentrate or Bandwagon, because bandwagon was going to be a series and we had done a bandwagon and then we did a yellow uh i guess it would be a purple and gold colored bandwagon when lebron got picked up by the lakers and that Mm -hmm. was our first hazy because that that was probably the first hazy no 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 well
2: bandwagon was the first hazy we did but the first time it came out i believe it was draft only but we did a poster and the colors were like it was, like, the Boston it was, it was ones. Red Pat. Sox and Pat's. Cavs colors because it was oh. right when the Cavs had won. Oh, okay, okay. And then we did another version of it, and it was right when LeBron had gone to the Lakers, so we changed the colors to purple cool. and gold.
0: And was but bandwagon. The idea originally was, it wasn't a hazy thing. It was we were just jumping on the current trend. Yeah, yeah. I think that would have been um, confusing, but also kind of yeah.
1: cool. It's like we're it's like no, we're not like we're just going to brew whatever like trendy beer style thing um, is is popular at the time.
0: A a milkshake bandwagon would have been uh, where it's at. So, yeah, concentrate. Uh, You may see the uh, beer truck, delivery truck around town if you are a Columbus resident that has the concentrated hops logos all painted on the side of it. Even though we didn't do the beer, that's that's a really cool...
3: Imagery are, that Walt put together. Well, are all these uh, original labels coming back this year too on these cans?
2: Um, yeah. Uh, well, eighteen sixty two is in its printed can, so that is exactly the same. And then the other five, um, the artwork has been like slightly updated for like a special like eighth anniversary label, but like the artwork itself is the same. But the, um, I guess the layout has been changed a little bit. Well, speaking of uh, first batches... The concentrate one, I believe, is like the original uh, color scheme. The green. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's, I mean,
3: one of the most iconic, I think, labels that we've Mm -hmm. done. Um, But yes, I'm sorry. Speaking of uh, batch one and Seinfeld beers, uh, what what was the sixth beer that uh, will be in this six-pack? Dan? Uh,
1: That would be son of a mutter. Um, This one, uh, I knew better than to mess with. So uh, 5.9% ABV, uh, 30 IBUs. Uh hops, yes. Malts, yes. Um I would say the biggest change that we've made to this is we used the uh the British Five yeast that um we used on uh Beardy this year and um it uh it just makes the malts pop more. It's 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 a lot more um more of an an English brown than it is an American brown, how it used to be. Um, pretty hop-forward.
0: Yeah, it was too dry and hop-forward because we were using, as we mentioned, that San Diego yeast. This is another one that when you guys first changed over, because we've brought Son of a Mutter back in a couple iterations over the past few years, and once we changed over to that uh, English strain that made a good beer even better. Yeah, and again, uh, I
1: think we've discussed before, uh, like uh, around Thanksgiving, this is like the ultimate food-beer it's just, it goes really, really well with, um, well, any type of grilled meat, certainly. But, um, yeah, this is a great food beer, and it's I'm, I'm excited to have this guy back.
0: Throwback to our old friends at uh, O-Burgers was our Wednesday night trucks. Uh, I remember, oh, man, they ate so many mini sliders, uh, RIP the O-Burgers brand. Um, they made great little sliders, always had little special ones, and... I would always get a son of a mutter on Wednesday and the, nights and, to, and then o oh
2: chips yeah o burger, which we had so. in the available here at the tap room for a long time
0: yeah,
1: yeah just in just case my um my malts yes um, description wasn't enough for you <laughs> uh, I would uh, just trying this off the tank uh, that up front you're getting a lot of the caramel it, it's cool because it kind of it sort of slides across your palate as like the the lighter. To the uh, the darker flavors, so you get a lot of uh, caramel up front, and then shifts into toffee, um, and then you're getting um, more toasty, bready complexity, and then it finishes with kind of like a, a diner coffee uh, going into um, not not a bitter chocolate, but somewhere in the chocolate realm. I haven't quite decided what descriptor to go with on the chocolate, but it's yeah, we use um, pale chocolate in there. Or no, not in this one. We use chocolate chocolate malt, uh, which is um, not really super chocolatey. More, I think you get more coffee off of standard chocolate malt. But anyway, we use a lot of stuff. So much stuff.
0: And if you're a son of a mutter fan or had its uh, variant smutter... Uh, that's coming back pretty soon, isn't it? Smutter, or is yeah. that coming back at the beginning of next year? When yeah, yeah it's, it's back is, back uh, actually
1: down. currently in the fermenter there and um, due to be transferred in next week, two weeks, something like that.
0: And so that's the uh, s'more version of son of a mutter. So yep. what, cool. a little more chocolate, a little a little sweeter. I, I, little I think the thing that's it
1: part is the the graham cracker crumbs that we stick in the uh, in the mash. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, watch
0: this space. Well. Super excited. Uh, I can't wait to taste the other four. Mm -hmm. Same. Um, Yeah, like I said, the first two knocked it out of the park. There's probably a lot of other sports puns that you could attach to them, but we don't (laughs) need to do that
3: today. (laughs) Well, in the spirit of nostalgia, uh, I have a question for you guys, Adam and Walt. Uh, What was your favorite memory in year seven, and what are you looking forward to most in year eight?
0: Oh boy! Well, I think, you know, I've always thought these. I mean, the anniversary party is. It's. I think my quote every year that we when we send the press release, it's it's like it's the culmination of everything we've done. But it it really is, and it's one of the rare times. Like you know, most years Walt and I will get up on stage before the last act and and say something, and that 2019 having uh, Saint Seneca play and just looking out and how many people were there and you know some of them you know handful were there for the band but you know the amount of people that were there all day because the other side of the of the beer garden which is full of people watching ohio state um and and that's kind of the times that we look back because i think we we do talk about we we wanted to make a brewery that um had you know world-class beers and 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 that wasn't going to be a question but we also wanted to make a brewery that um was a space for for everyone to enjoy and have fun and 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 be this kind of community space and and kind of look over the crowd and see that uh we we accomplished that is uh, it's pretty crazy so 2019, and then uh, and then six months later, less than six months later, we were all shut down and uh, had to rethink it all again. So that was probably the h- biggest high, uh, and then six months later, probably our biggest low um, s- since we lost the building uh, seven years prior.
2: So what am I looking forward to most? No, what was
0: your favorite moment, I think, was well, the... Well, yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. For, well...
0: You, you your, your answer was awesome. Is that what you
3: said? But I, 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 specifically from, uh, from your <laughs> seven, I think it was... from Yeah, yeah. From, so like from our from most the past year. year. Yeah, and then what are we just, looking forward sorry. to? I thought you said your yeah, uh, favorite moment. I mean, you know, I kinda, that, yeah, that, that is an awesome answer. moment. Yeah. Don't,
1: yeah. You, yeah. don't get me uh, right. wrong. You pulled the classic Obama of just answering yeah. the question just that you wish that somebody asked.
2: You can insert that. From the past year, I think a real highlight was... I'll say the... The heat check event we did just yeah. it being like a pretty unique sort of a thing um that's something that you know we kicked around doing and, and done in a sort of different way in years past but i think um the way it came together this year was really cool and uh and it, it went really well other than the storm at the end but yeah. there's nothing we can do about that um but uh I, so i would say that was kind of I, a, a big highlight among many highlights uh, from the past year but um, and then in terms of what I'm looking forward to in this next year um, I don't know uh, <laughs> I'm I'm looking forward to see the Dead Revival band play the day after tomorrow at uh, 3 o'clock there you go well I'll re-answer I'll re- your your <laughs> actual about as far ahead <laughs> as I can think your, right your
0: actual question it's, well I, a p- heat check probably would have been up there but um as someone who is a, always been a uh, big space nerd, at a telescope as a kid, um, was in science Olympiad and, and had study stars <laughs> and stuff like that. Um, was doing the web, uh, j- the the web beer, and then having someone from Mission Control reach out, and then we weren't able to publish them and. Since I'm not going to say his name, he won't get in trouble. But then sent me pictures of him giving the beers out. Because a lot of people asked, and we only sent it. He was the first one. So um, we sent them about maybe two six-packs. And uh, seeing pictures of, of all the, the folks um, at Michigan uh with with the web in front of them uh, is was pretty special. As the uh, James Webb Telescope keeps putting out some amazing content. It's all cool... Uh, Picture of your what was it Neptune this week, last week, whenever this came out? So that was that was that was a pretty cool highlight that that having a, um, that connection and well, I guess, and the 2002 national championship team here. I guess I that, overlooked that that, that event uh, just happened. That was
3: Jesus, yeah, it's been a pretty awesome yeah. year. Like, uh, yeah, a lot of highlights, like you said. Well, but Adam, for you, is there anything that you're specifically looking forward to then coming into uh, year eight? Year eight, uh, anything you want to see happen? High hopes.
0: I'm actually so I'm looking forward <laughs> this is always weird. I'm looking forward to the um winter bonanza coming back um with the skating rink or not the skating rink the curling rink and seeing hope hopefully we're, year 2 uh will be even better than year 1 um and I think so we do, as long as we uh we have some some high goals for 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 next year but there's a bunch of new pilot tanks coming too so i think the combination of all of that and you know as said earlier just how how great the brewers are doing to see some of the the cool new things they might try out and, and and maybe have a better opportunity even um to 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 utilize that and and you know every time as as seen here that we've even looked at current beers or past beers they've they've always improved when we've had the time to tweak with them so um I'm hopeful that that's going to be the, the the case that we that we we've uh set everyone up for success next year and 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 we can have the opportunity to play around with some of these new toys that we have.
3: And Dan for you man, are there any fun concoctions that you have in the works for us in the next uh year? Or is there anything that you're really looking forward to to brewing or experimenting with?
1: Uh we have not dry hopped it as of yet, but um the new iteration of uh, Kazaka Blanc um we're we're some of these Omega <clears throat> has come out with a number of um uh CRISPR edited uh thiol strains that um I think could be a real game changer in how we use hops. So um again, uh you can listen in like three weeks when we actually release the beer. But uh we're using hops in ways that we have never done before and that's always fun, like a ton of hops in the mash ton and then none in the boil, um, weird stuff like that. Um, but they've done the same thing with lager strains, which I think could be super, super cool. I want to get some of that in here to play with in the, uh, aforementioned, uh, pilot tanks that, uh, Adam referenced, but, um, there's, there's always like the new thing, you know, I'm distracted by, by shiny toys. So, um, yeah,
3: uh, I'm excited to uh, play going into the new year. Well, we're excited to see what you come up with and try all the delicious pilots you're going you're gonna to be putting out there. Um, Walt, why don't you give us a quick rundown here, since I know we're going a little long on time, but yeah. let's, let's remind listeners what's going on for the anniversary party. Yeah, then... I'll
2: keep it kind of focused on that. Um, uh, anniversary party is day after tomorrow, if you are listening to this thing, uh, when it drops, so October 1st, that's Saturday. It is free. You do not need tickets. You don't need to RSVP. You don't need to do anything other than show up. Doors open at 11 and uh, should go all day um, until about, I don't know, 12.30 or 1. Um, so come on down any time of day will be a good time. Um, but we have a ton of great live music. Shazbot's playing two sets at noon and at one thirty. So if you want to come down with the kids, that would be a great time to do that. Um, they're a family-friendly band here in Columbus. So we've had them here several times, and they're great. Um, kids love them, and uh, parents tolerate it. So that's great. Um, And that's a very nice way of saying they're a a really great band that plays kid-friendly music that uh, doesn't suck, which is harder to find than you might think. So Shazbots, come check them out. Then we've got Dead Revival Band. They're playing at 3 o'clock and 4.30. They're a Grateful Dead cover band or tribute band. Um, So they're playing uh, two sets as well. So if you're into that, come on down. Um, Inner City Blues Band playing at 6.00. Uh, our sound guy, Chris, said this is one of the most incredible live bands uh, local live bands he 's seen, um, so come on down and check them out if you 're into the blues uh, and then are you just friend, like music or if you just like music you like um, great guitar playing and, and all that fun stuff. so come on down for that Parker Lewis, a uh, friend of the brewery is playing a special set a special set um, he 's billing it as Parker Lewis and friends so he 's going to be bringing up lots of guests and uh, should be a ton of fun i hear I hear uh uh,
0: you hear, you get a sneak peek for listening to the podcast. I hear a friend of the brewery who played at the last Day anniversary party. Joey H is going to be on the oh. uh, on that set list. Well, so, there you amongst, go,
2: little... amongst other great uh, great artists. So hot tip there, Parker is playing at eight, uh, and then we're following up the live music with uh, a special edition of our All Are Welcome DJ series. Hosted by the Freshers' events, DJ O Sharp is going on after Parker Lewis uh, should go on around ten, and he's going to take us out. Um, and then, if uh, if music's not your thing, Ohio State plays at three thirty. They're playing Rutgers. We'll have that on uh, inside and out. And then the crew play at 7.30, um, taking on New York Red Bulls. at, uh, And, again, we'll have that on inside and outside. So, so if
0: you haven't been around for, uh, if you weren't here at our 2019 party, we're actually going to bring in another stage. It'll show the main, the turf area where the uh, ice rink was last year and the little putting green and all that. We'll have the stage over there. And then so if you are down to watch the Buckeyes or the crew, they'll be on the giant screens uh, yeah. in the main uh, beer garden area.
2: Yeah, so you can kind of choose your own adventure if you want to head over for the music you can do that or if you want to watch the game you can do that or you can kind of stand in the middle and get uh, both Um, we mentioned tours going on all day Uh, Chris doing it at noon, Adam here at one myself at two and Q at three Um, we've got food all day Uh, a lot of favorites um, showing out for the party Ray Ray's, Mikey's, Dodo Donuts Tortilla Street Food and Two Fat Indians all going to be here throughout the day um, yeah, and then we've uh, as you know as we've been talking about on this podcast, we'll have uh, these six beers available on draft, and as uh, mixed six packs available for carryout. And I know that we're going to have a bunch of other fun yeah. special stuff some too. New, some
0: new merch. You might have to buy yourself a new sweatshirt as the uh, the ten day forecast uh, showing sixty seven degrees is the high. But hey, it w- it was originally saying rain, but now it's saying mostly sunny. Yeah, Adam has
2: refreshed his weather app. Every few Every minutes. Few minutes. <laughs>
0: three days, sixty. Uh, yeah, so mostly sunny, and uh, or I guess partly cloudy. I guess it depends on how you look at it. But sixty-seven is the high, fifty is the low. Great crisp weather for a great fall party. So yeah. we look forward to so seeing everyone. New there.
2: merch, but also lots of special new uh, or at least I should say limited release beers. Uh-huh. Which I will likely be here at like seven o'clock in the morning, frantically trying to <laughs> kick off. get the last yeah. ones in. And yeah, that list still coming together, but we will post that um, leading up to the event. Dan, is there anyone anything you want to spill? Freshest events, freshest beers. Uh, the only one I can confirm is the
1: uh, the mango sour is is in a fermenter, so that that will that will get done. All right, and uh, there is a. Dacquery seltzer that is also in the fermenter, and that will get done. But what
0: about that lemon meringue lemon glow? I've had like three people ask me about that. I can
2: neither confirm nor no. deny <laughs> the existence of well, a lemon meringue may, lemon glow. Maybe
0: one or may not be.
2: We'll see. All right. So, there you have it. Um, We're excited. That's the anniversary party, and then, of course, we do live music every Wednesday, or sorry, every Thursday and Sunday. Um, that's winding up, though, here in the next yeah. few weeks. Uh, Tuesday trivia, uh, Monday is cornhole league, and we'll be euchre soon enough. Um, but yeah, Ray Ray's here all uh, Thursday through Sunday. Mikey's also here Thursday through Monday, and Dodo Donuts here Thursday through Sunday. So um, yeah, come on out, help us celebrate our birthday, and then uh, and then I should also say we're open for every F one race, including the one that is the morning after the, the anniversary Singapore. party. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably so just hopefully gonna sleep it's here. not too messy I think for think a few
0: of us just stay here overnight, and then we'll open up at 8 uh, for, for th- that race.
2: Yeah.
3: It's so exciting. There, there you have it. So much going on. It's going to be an awesome weekend. I can't wait. It's going to be my first land-grant anniversary party, so I'm really, really looking forward to it. Can't wait to party with you guys. Yeah. Cheers! All right, hey everybody! Thank you for listening to this podcast. We will see you here Saturday, October first, for our eighth anniversary party. We hope uh, again that you'll enjoy yourselves and you'll tip your bartenders generously. And in the meantime, we'll see you on this podcast next week. Cheers, everyone! Cheers.